welcome back to the basement. Basement dwellers, welcome back to what we do in the basement. I'm your host and DM, Kevin Rambran, joined, as always, by Thomas Toole. Uh, bonjour, oui, oui, it is uh, oui, oui that I do in my diaper. Uh, for you heard of baby <laughs> oh on board, but today, baby on Bordeaux. That's where I am, oh, uh, traveling wow. the world as an international super baby. Okay, wow, fucking. You did weird. a dumb voice too, so don't like judge <laughs> mine. <laughs> I'm here with Luke Cecil. I'm trying to think of a dumb voice right now, but all I have is my own. So, <laughs> no. Um, uh, Frank, blood, path, abomination guy. Back for revenge, but a good kind in a way. A emotional good kind. Emotional Let revenge. Emotional oh, revenge wait, is Hold up. Let him cook. All revenge. <laughs> I'm here with Jesse Bergen. I'm still trying to decipher Luke's intro. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. Uh, right. I play. <laughs> You're going to get longer and longer oh to God. get to your... I wasn't ready. <laughs> I play Old McGinty, a pastry chef. Uh, shoot. Which one was oh I going to do? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Okay. I had this out. Did the same one as last time. Um, I play. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't cross it off. Okay. Anyway. I play old McGinty, a pastry chef who will live to fight another Danish. <laughs> oh my God. Worth, worth that stumbling, bumbling uh, intro. Sorry to all our and Danish listeners. Please let's let's move on. Please, please, God. Natasha Durant. Rael Nilo. You raise me up so I don't die on stones. You raise me up so I don't drown in seas. <laughs> I am strong <laughs> when I'm dangling from your ankle. <laughs> you raise me up. Two more than I can be. Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> I love yeah. it. Wow. Good, good, um, good Joshy. <laughs> that's what he that, that that's what he goes by. Joshy Grobes. Joshy Grobes. Folks, uh, I think it's time that we figure out what's happening with our Fun little foursome with a little bit of a recap. So, last session. Framed by a harrowing flashback for our friend Frank, our adventurers found themselves plummeting 300 feet down a waterfall after escaping the striving brotherhood who were trying to take over the speakeasy known as the Washboard. With all players currently tied together by a rope rail, thought fast and cast levitate on a noose while she trusted the young man to hold his friends safely. Old McGinty, Frank, and Rael all plummeted past him with Rael grabbing onto his ankle and a noose clenched his muscles as he channeled the divine power of mother to hold strong and leave all of the gang unscathed. Well, not the entire gang. Captain Jack Marrow reached out to grab his master Frank's hand, but he used his severed claw and was not able to connect with him as he plummeted into the mist. Rectum and the Striving Brotherhood looked down in astonishment and anger as the crew floated down to a nearby outcropping and began making their way down to the ground. 
They begin walking to the main road, but not before spotting a pair of watchful eyes. As the crew walked towards this road in search of transport to Wet Rock, they were approached by a watchful eye, now attached to a tiny gnome who introduced himself as Gideon. McGinty became immediately hesitant to interact with his character for fear of a side quest, and Noose told them he was going to Wet Rock, and he said he could help them. He offered to take them to his house, or to introduce them to the transport service on the outside of town. He explained that his father was a spice merchant up the road, but the gang quickly tried to cut off the interaction before Crank could really engage. The gang explained that they were seeking to help in whatever way they could, but they wanted to seek out the temples in Wet Rock. After debating about whether or not they should take Gideon with them, and about whether or not he was actually an old man, the group headed over to the two men who seemed to be running the transport service. The group began to haggle with the duo of Ganthony and Marley, who quickly allowed Anus to ride for free as he was a member of the Striving Brotherhood in their eyes, but they charged the remaining group for the overnight service. The duo revealed that they could transform back and forth between human and horse form, and one of them began towing the cart as the gang loaded up the carriage. McGinty received a message from Harriet on the Sending Stone, and she revealed that Lorenzo had come to the saucy tart to lay low for a while. McGinty seemed concerned that this may draw some heat towards her, and he sent a message back letting her know that Lorenzo could stay for three days as the gang rumbled upwards toward Wet Rock. And that's where we are. Now, so you folks are rattling along on the way to Wet Rock. One piece of information I have yet to tell the audience is that after our last session, after those heroic little hopping off of the waterfall that we did, you folks all leveled up. Oh, my, my, my. Yes, now level nine. Um, that, well, uh, McGinty's level eight with a, with a level one, I think, still. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, but you're collectively. It. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Level nine, uh, feeling fine. Everything's cool. Um, McGinty saw the, like, capitalistic exploitation, and he was like, I'm going to be part of two classes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And so... One of the class is a little underpowered. It got nerfed, you could say. <laughs> the working class has gotten nerfed. <laughs> uh, you folks are, are, are rattling along here as you make your way up the mountain. And it's it's now night. Night has fallen. Um, uh, the two moons of Alanis are, are beginning to make their presence felt in the sky. And... Um, as as you're going uh, going along, um, you know the horses are switching, the horse drivers are switching, um, uh, and now it's uh, Ganthony's uh, resting, sleeping, and uh, is it and, is it uh, seamless Marley's when they do pulling? that? Like, this, do we yeah, are they doing it in front of us? Like, like do, do we uh, do we ever stop, or do they just like? Yeah, there's there's brief jumps? moments of where they stop. To, they no, no, they they sometimes they can't they can't do it. Seamless. Or it like so gets a point. little faster because they're both doing it, and then just one, and so it goes back. To they're not speed. they're not well coordinated enough to be swift and like changing it that much, and they're not that mm-hmm. bothered about your comfort. So they're they're just uh, they they sort of stop for a second. One transforms, the other one transforms. Um, they eat an apple and then they they go they go back to it. Um, Honestly, uh, that could be either form. You know, <laughs> humans also like that. <laughs> yeah, you say that one's eating it in like somehow half yeah. of his face is human and half oh, of its horse is totally <laughs> awful to see. <laughs> really horrible vision. Just we're all like shaking and rocking back and forth. <laughs> um, 
And uh, and, and uh, what are you folks doing while you're rolling along into the night? Anything specific? I think a noose. Um, in I mean, imagine he's resting, but uh, yeah, it's, you guys it's have all a, long it's a, it's a, it's a bit so. of a, a fitful night for a noose because he is mm. he's pouring over some of his notes about mother and and cross-referencing them to the things he's witnessed and and questioning yeah. his faith. And he, I think he's noticing some some contradictions in her teachings and some things that feel a little bit like uh, they don't align with what he thought he was doing so he's he's sort of researching his own faith a little bit yeah yeah um uh, uh, uh roll, roll me a religion check please oh that's real bad uh i got a three <laughs> you got a three yeah okay so you're you're looking over your notes and 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 the the like when you were when you were being taught by mother it was a much more personalized experience. What you felt, what, what, what you've seen since you've been here, I mean, it was a little bit like when you ran into Enos when you were in um, Elder Rock, and it was like your first time running into somebody that also had been had an experience with Mother, mother and seemed to be a worshiper of Mother. You you were like, okay, this is a little weird and disarming, but he, he seemed to kind of have what would be similar like a similar experience to you, where yeah. it was a personal experience with this figure and this deity. There was a, a or, or this person that, like, you know, you you feel like you know and have lived with Mother, right? You feel like you've been in her physical space yeah. and her presence. The way that the way that you're seeing these people behave and and revere and and stuff, it feels like so much bigger and mm-hmm. more um, abstracted from what you right. know, and 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 like it feels like vaguely correct like they're in the right, right. ballpark of what she would like I but wonder it is if a noose, so much more would a noose maybe think that like she's ascended to a higher form of some kind because that's sort of what like it's like she's got all this influence like there's all these followers like she's almost being talked about less as yeah I mean yeah like I, a I demigod so. can, and can, more as like yeah can you maybe let me let me into a little bit about how a noose feels about the exit of mother from his life and like what that was like? Yeah, well, I mean, a noose felt that mother had like could take the form of many things, and so had taken the form yeah. of his mother in order to guide him in his youth. But then in departing, I mean, he still prays to her. He imagines that she's around and always watching and things like that, but. I think his, yeah. his sense of her a little bit is more of like an individual like Greek god personality as opposed to like an omniscient like all present everything is mother right right um type right of. which which would be yeah pretty di- tied in with how she would have presented herself I think that makes a lot of sense um okay but cool. so now cool. it's starting so to feel like she might have reached an almost omniscient state where there's like um, yeah, like something something feels like either either the mother that they're influence. worshiping yeah, has has much more power here and and even even now that you are settled into Lenomo, you are no longer, you know, frantically kind of going from one place to the next, you are traveling. You feel mother's divine energy a lot more 
um, concentrated when you when you use it when you think back to pulling your friends up and holding that incredibly um, that incredibly massive amount of weight as they all you know you, you saved your friends lives mm-hmm. as you think back on that moment you're not entirely convinced you would have been able to do that had you been you know a little bit more if you weren't on this island and feeling this type of mm. specific energy right now there's something that feels a little more um powerful to you about what's happening and where you are um i'm peeking you? you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about the rest of you i think frank has out his uh conspiracy cloth map uh he's, sure he's writing down notes Hip switch, question mark, question mark. He has red red threads going from spot to spot. And in the corner of his map, he has a little, like, uh, tick marker where he marks off uh, his skeletons that he's lost. Sure, and, maybe like, that's where you have that tracking thing yeah. you were talking about last time. In, in his mind, every time he lets go of a skeleton, they go up to a, to a farm upstate somewhere where they just, where they literally turn into, like, skeleton farmers. Uh, so... You think, okay, uh, so this Frank... This is your fantasy that you're, you're, Frank, you're Frank made for yourself. Frank hopefully thinks that, because I think that you've said that they, the, the skeletons that you do actually let, you know, go off into their own free free life, um, they go off and do what they can, but you're saying that the ones that get, like, dashed against the rocks or swallowed by monsters, those ones you also think go off in your own head into, like, a, a farm? I think, I think Frank says that to himself. To convince him, <laughs> but like deep down, he he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure that we're talking about the same thing. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. So you you're looking at this, and you're Frank is seeing these in his mind's eye. These skeleton farming. Um, and he, they, yeah. Player Luke kind of hopes that all these free skeletons create a town that by the time we get to it will be fully populated with our with the, with the skeletons that this journey has. Yeah, I know, I know that. You've told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. We're on the same page. I, I wish I didn't know that, so I could be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was. I, that that that's a reveal that may or may not happen at some point. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, okay, Frank's looking at his conspiracy board. Um, uh, what, 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 any, uh, Rael, uh, McGinty, anything specific you folks want to be doing as you travel into the evening? Um, well, Rael's, uh, not talking to McGinty because he's still not over the Lorenzo three, three day, thing. day rule. Yeah. Um, so, dinner, <laughs> mine, I'm keeping him safe. She's stewing, uh, but also kind of going back to, what oh um Cinnabon Cinnabon who's your exemplar again that comes uh, and talks Rufiteroth. to you? Rufiteroth. Rufiteroth. Cinnabuddy. I think he's the sinner of man buns. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. yes. Uh, how he said that exemplars lose power when they're in areas of little faith or no faith. And so Rail's kinda trying to muddle around and figure out a way that like maybe that could be used to kind of take Loth down a notch, mm-hmm. but then it's still she doesn't know how the whole Nilo bloodline and why Mercuth is after that, or if it's just a thing that Loth is trying to use to save her butt and mm-hmm. we were just the guinea pigs, I don't know. <laughs> All up in her brain and getting overwhelmed. She blows her like fogs up the glass. There's glass, right? 
Sure. Okay, there's fog over the <laughs> <laughs> Just like a cup of water. Like, <gasps> <laughs> and then, it's like Jurassic Park, but instead of shaking, it just gets foggier. Exactly. <laughs> uh, kind of fogs up the glass with her breath and then writes an R plus L with a heart Aww. through it. And then kind of then her focus goes past it and sees... Ganthony changing <laughs> as, <laughs> from horse to man. Yeah, yeah. And then she gets all tingly and kind of scared of that sensation and then just looks down at her feet. By the, by the way, there's one appendage that doesn't change when he transitions. <laughs> so it's a horse with a tiny man penis. <laughs> Boys turn into men. Men turn into horse people. <laughs> Oh, and um, and McGinn's. What so about you? McGinn's. I think he's got. He wants to talk to whichever horse is currently pulling. Sure, away. we'll say that uh, that um, Ganthony's is pulling, and um, uh, he's changed, and uh, yeah. he's pulling it. So he's just gonna make some small talk. Hey, Ganthony. <laughs> um, uh, you don't really get tired, do you? I've noticed you're quite strong. Well, that's why we that's why we switch. You know, that's why you know, uh, you know, because Marley's gonna be. If Marley wasn't sleeping right now, he'd be tired. And you see Marley kind of like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I mean, obviously, you have to change in your horse forms. You could probably go for ten times as long as a human. I mean, a human couldn't even pull this cart, right? No, I'm much stronger as a horse than exactly, I am as a human. Exactly. But uh, I'm pretty strong as a human, too. Do you so. find that you get bored, like, not using your human aspects in this job? Uh, you know, I mean, it's a job's a job, you know. I don't, uh, this isn't how I, how I like to live my life. I mean, I... Ah, I, I, yeah, I, so yeah. you're looking for maybe a bit of a change. I mean, a I, a change yeah, yeah, like, I, you know, um, yeah, I, I'd like to, I'm always open to exploring how things. How would you like... Huh? I'm just throwing this out there. Uh-huh. I may I may have an opening. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you like to both pull the cart and become a human and interact with customers? Maybe provide them with the goods and services that you are you are pulling in the cart. Itself. I mean, we sort of get to interact with people yeah. when we when we hire like when they hire us when they get us to pull them. So I get oh. that. Oh, I, have I got an opportunity for you? I don't, I don't for you. Have, you can. Uh, we're gonna, you know, when we're done here, huh? you're gonna come with me. We're gonna leave this island. Whoa! <laughs> and we are gonna hook you up, Sorry. literally with a job and with a wagon. Uh, and uh, you are going to be my new delivery person for my bakery, the Saucy Tart. What do you say? Uh, that sounds like a lot. Uh, you really. What do you make you right come now? Come on strong. What do you make right now? Tell what me. Do I make right now. Like, what's my what are my yeah, wages? Per day. What do you make what daily? I make, what, what do we make? It depends on how many rides we get, right? Sure. Average it out for me. Average it out for you. Yeah. So I mean, and you guys paid us. I mean, if people keep underpaying like you do, it's a little tough. <laughs> I mean, we gave you some cinnamon, but, so I wouldn't um, call it underpaying. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it's just you know, you fall for a discount. Pretty persuasive, if I remember. And, and you know, it's <laughs> tough when people have when when some of the 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 brotherhood comes on. I don't want to. I can't can't make as much money as I usually do, but you know we'll run. We make usually like I mean if if I'm splitting it, my take home is usually like twenty thirty gold a day. It's good talk. Alright, <laughs> 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 he goes back in. <laughs> 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 wow! Did you did you hear that? 
<laughs> no one is that interested in the economy. <laughs> like McGinty's like, you guys believe this? That's and they're crazy. all just it's like, I guess you know if you're self-employed. Uh, oh. <laughs> Man. He's yeah. McGinty's thinking he's in the wrong business because the horse. <laughs> I can't. I can't beat that. <laughs> the horse is making a lot of money. Um, yeah, he's rich too, Rail. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's a ton of money a day. Holy shit! McGinty doesn't make that much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I mean, it's a horrible yeah. job. They have to walk all night. Like, it's yeah, I mean, it's it is awful. Laborious yeah. work. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, you folks rattle your way up this hill, uh, the up this mountain, even not even oh. just a hill, just a, just a mountain. Um, everybody, please roll me perception checks as you travel. Nine for a noose. Nine for a noose. Fourteen for the Frank. Fourteen for the Frank. Sixteen for real. Sixteen for real. McGinty, squinting hard through the fogged glass, thinking so much about the economy, <laughs> rolled a natural twenty, <laughs> and has never been more perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McGinty, you monetize. You... Got to monetize. Can I monetize that tree? So no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that rock. Oh, that's nothing. It's harder to make out um, much of the details of Lenomo City as you as the nightfall happens. Um, you can see a lot of uh, lanterns uh, in the city uh, proper being lit up, and and the the area the, the city uh, is is like quite um, quite. It looks like it's um, like all of the lights that are on are only in small residential windows. Like all of the businesses seem closed pretty early. Everybody seems like they're back in their houses. Um, even in this like more populated area, as you guys make it higher up um, to like the sort of the middle class area. And then as you move up towards like the upper, upper class area, um, the, uh, as you continue to pass through there, um, like very few lights on except for in some dwellings. And um, uh, it seems like like a lot, like the island feels very still in a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways. Um, the uh, McGinty, you 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 clock uh, an opportunity, a business opportunity uh, <laughs> that that strikes you is perhaps that you might benefit from an advertisement or two inside of the wagon itself. As you're going, you're thinking about like finding a way of like uh, getting people capturing this customer base somehow. But then you're like, ah, oh, it's not there. Like you know, what's the chance that someone's going to be here? And then come to the saucy tart. Da, da, da. Yes. And you're thinking, you look out the window, you're looking through the heart that the rails kind of fogged and drawn on there. Um, which is what gives you the branding idea of, like, you know, logoing up the cart. And then you, uh, as you're looking through, you spot um, logos and resources. (laughs) Of course. Uh, L&R. A... Uh, <laughs> yeah, brilliant, Ray. Logos and resources, um, and you spot you spot a uh, um, uh, a pair of eyes only like three feet off the ground from the bushes um, uh, with your twenty that you make direct contact with as you're there, and no. you're like, "Huh, that's that's strange." Does it look like gnome eyes? Um, with a twenty, yeah, it looks like the eyes of uh, it looks it looks like um, it looks like Gideon. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, he he doesn't like jump out or say anything uh, or anything like that. You guys continue to carry on. Do I clock that it's weird that he would be able to appear um, this quickly this far? Yes. Like, does that seem strange yes, to me? It does. Yeah. I knew he was a vampire. God, <laughs> don't look now, guys. Uh, nobody blow any grass by accident, but uh, Gideon is somehow 
keeping up with this wagon. <laughs> I don't know how. When you, you say that, you're like, he's keeping up with this wagon. It's this weird. It's weird. And you notice that um, uh, the lanterns, that the, the, there's two lanterns hanging on the outside of the wagon. They blow out as uh, as you say that. This is weird. Uh, the lanterns blow out. And, okay, that's uh, also weird. Yeah. And then you hear... A third weird thing better not happen right now. <laughs> yeah, you hear, you, hear, um, you hear that Ganthony sort of calls to his brother, uh, and he's like, uh, Marley, Marley, oh, Marley. Uh, and, and the wagon kind of grinds to a halt for right. a second. As uh, And he's like, uh, you see that Ganthony turns back, and he's looking at his brother. He's like, can you relight? I can't see. Relight the lantern. Get ready, everyone. Something bad is about to go down. Um, mm-hmm. And you see that Marley sort of goes over to relight the lanterns, uh, and relights them, and the carriage keeps on moving. Um, now I know he's a kid, but he's also seventy-two, so we shouldn't feel bad about <laughs> what we have to do. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, I like this guy. The noose is sort of like waking up. Huh? <laughs> and uh, can I keep watching the eyes and see like how it, if it moves, if it like disappears, if it like. Sure. Yeah, the eyes seem to like just watch you from the bushes, and they don't seem to move. They kind of just keep like watching, watching where you are, and like um, blink, and then they they kind of like recede into the bushes. Um, uh, and don't uh, like this at all. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 it. The caravan. The creepiest keeps way to leave is to like back into a tall bunch of grass. <laughs> um, and uh, you you guys uh, hear that uh, um, Anthony uh, calls out. Uh, only another, like, uh, hour or so now. Hey, uh, well, we'll throw in some extra gold if you double the pace. Double the pace? Uh, d- d- Impossible. Uh, <sighs> Do you have any more of that sugar? Oh, I think between Frank and, the and cinnamon, myself, yeah. The, 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 the cinnamon and the sugar. Uh, Frank is kind of distracted with his map, but he kind of, like, um. he overhears it, so he, like, throws uh, a stick of cinnamon over his shoulder to begin to... <laughs> <laughs> starts grating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The horse yeah, yeah, here you go. eats it a up noose. and uh, begins galloping a little faster. A noose knowing yeah. that there's something up, because McGinty's kind of communicated that. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I'm telling gonna, you guys all this. going to use his divine sense. Uh, that's where my lips buzz together, and I probably put my hands and limbs on the side of the carriage like a lizard. Um, sure. And I am detecting... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Type and location within 60 feet of celestial fiend or undead, not behind total cover. You don't ping anything from where McGinty um, might have indicated that the that the boy was, um, but you get a big ping dead ahead of the road, about 40 feet up ahead. And uh, what um, type? Undead. A big un- undead ping. Frank, You're I've like, got great news. <laughs> Dagmaro might be just up ahead, or there's an enormous undead creature 40 feet in front of us. Stop the carriage! And a new sort of... And running. the carriage grinds to a halt, as you call that out, um, uh, because um, uh, you, you folks look out from the sides and the windows, and you see that there's a woman standing in the middle of the road. Um, uh, she's a very pale skin, um, which, which you can see in glints from... She's got, like, a, a cloak up over her head, and she seems to just be like um, walking, uh, walking with a small basket in her hands, um, uh, and uh, in the middle of the road, and uh, walking slowly, very slowly toward the, the wagon that you're in. And she's she's maybe about ten feet from the wagon, and you hear um, Anthony be like, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, "Excuse me, uh, excuse me, uh, you're gonna have to get out of the way. Uh, you're gonna have to get out of the way. Uh, I can't get the wagon around, Miss." 
Excuse me. Um, Anus is going to try to, like, sneak up and, and notify the horsemen if he can. Like, um, this isn't someone who uh, you can probably talk to. This is um, a creature from the beyond. And uh, you see he's like, uh, okay. And he immediately, like, turns into a horse humanoid form. Um, uh, and draws his longsword with his horse head out. Uh, his brother does the same thing. They both have their longswords out, and they, they're both humanoids with horse heads now, uh, uh, longswords drawn uh, Frank, as they stand there. Frank, can you get a read on, on what, what this thing might be? That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Just says it in that voice. <laughs> You, you always ask the most interesting questions, McGinty. <laughs> Jesus. Finally, somebody's asking the right questions around here. You know, people like to hear themselves talk, but they don't always ask you how you're doing. <laughs> I think to, like, to my general surprise, Frank has a lot of power over the dead, but I don't think he has anything that can, like, help him sense undead. Like, he uses negative energy, so maybe, uh, Kevin, you could, like, I don't know well, how you I, feel about it. I like, wonder if, he, if I, by detecting it, could also use some kind of a history check or something to see if I recognize the type of creature or anything. Um, um, or religion. Yeah, or, I mean, from this, yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys can roll me uh, an arcana check if you want, or, <coughs> yeah, I'll do or you could roll do me arcana. a... Sure, you can roll me Yeah, that works. Um... And uh, while, while, while you do this, I'll say um, you, you guys immediately suddenly realize that um, Marley, one of the two horse people, turns and runs, turns tail, runs into the woods, just runs into the woods away, just starts running away. And you oh, see Gantham, he's like, Mar- Marley, 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 Marley. And he like, he starts running after him into the woods, but not, not quite running off because he's like a little confused and scared. Right, so he's kind of right. at the edge of the woods. Marley, Marley. And he's not coming back. Uh oh, spooked him. Spooked these guys real bad. I just had a terrible thought. Anus, could this be Mother? Uh, I'm pretty sure she abandoned me and is not coming back. So no, I don't think it's Mother. And my Arcana check was a seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't look like mother to you, Anus. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like um, Anus would at least probably have a very yes. keen sense if it were actually mother. Mother probably wouldn't have pinged undead to you yeah, with your yeah. divine sense. You might have divine. You might have been able to sense something different. As you folks are watching this all happen, you see, um, you see that uh, Ganthony looks off, to, calling after Marley, and. Um, McGinty, you you uh, sort of you're looking around and you see from so this woman is in front of the carriage from yeah. behind the carriage you see standing in the middle of the road now the young gnome oh, and this uh, is a side quest he looks <laughs> he looks totally he looks like totally vacant though his eyes look totally vacant um, and that's uh, not the Gideon everybody... we know and love <laughs> uh, quick an, uh, Anus blow the grass <laughs> see if he responds. <laughs> And I, I do, I do Everybody. blow my reed this way. Yeah, you blow your reed, the kid does not move. Everybody please roll me initiative. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> it's not him, it's not him, because he didn't do the signal. <laughs> it couldn't be him. It couldn't be getting it. 
Rail got a 12. Even 10 for Frank. Anus got a 19. 22. 22 for McGinto. So I'm guessing the horse people, or one of them was frightened somehow. Mm. He was forced to flee. That's my guess. Marley. Was yeah. Marley and Flea, am I right? Hey! <laughs> 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 Very good. He's back, folks. Did you miss him? <laughs> Kevin's gonna cut that out because nothing, nothing was relevant before or after. <laughs> yes. Sorry, this is the middle of a prep period, so we gotta cut the joke. Sometimes it stays. Sometimes it stays. There it is, Luke. Um, the cleverest thing you've ever said, and Kevin cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. And uh, and you see this. Um, woman figure whips back her cloak and in one fell swoop leaps forward from where she's standing and slashes into um uh into the uh into ganthony and um uh and like uh like scratches at him with her claw like a claw hand and then um uh on her pullback, she like from the basket whips out this uh, scourge, which is like a whip with like a forked tongue, and slashes him across the face. Oh, and he immediately oh. cowers and runs into the woods, um, running running off. And she stares at you, black eyes, pale skin. This looks like a vampire. This looks like a uh, uh, a vampire. <laughs> I um, mean, I don't want coming. a stereotype, but come on. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're not uh, his dad. His his dad might be still be normal. Can I ask yeah. how much damage she did? No. Okay. <laughs> You can ask. Yeah. No way we would know that. Yeah, uh, I can't. So, uh, uh, well, unless you're trying to protect the person, but you can do something to try and protect them if you want. Well, but so because I have this skill, rebuke the violent. So after damage is dealt, I can re-inflict it on the dealer. And normally you we can know use your reaction to do that. Yeah, normally we know the damage if it's to one of our friends, so it's okay. I mean, I probably should save it anyway. I just was curious if that was like a really heavy attack, but. Uh, I would, um, if you wanted to use it, I would have to ask you to use it. Uh, yeah. Like you'd have to, you'd have use to do it, it unless you want to. Okay. No, I'll roll like a perception. I would let you roll an insight yeah. check actually if you want to see. No, that's what she okay. Did. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wait, but I will use okay. my. Um, yeah, I'll try to react with my protection style, so I would impose disadvantage on the attack um, if it's not too late to do that. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll I'll let it happen. Um, so you're gonna impose disadvantage on it. So she's gonna roll separate from that other roll. I guess that's on. Is it? Uh, does it apply to both attacks? I think just one attack roll. It looks like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll make it the the scourge attack, um, which uh, she got a twenty one. So that's still gonna hit. Um, so uh, yeah, that's okay. uh, she 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 still she actually rolled better. Um, <laughs> disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we are gonna pull her up right over here. Uh, two seconds, sorry, huh? Mm. 
And um, it is, uh, McGinty, your turn first. You see this woman do this. Um, yeah. She already took a turn, eh? She got to act. Yes, she, yeah. Oh, no. That makes me worse. That makes me bad. <laughs> that makes me bad. <laughs> that makes me bad. Okay, uh, I'm just going to try to... So she kind of went off to the side of the road to get a hit on... Yeah. On, uh, on Anthony. Anthony, yeah. sorry? Yeah. Okay. I'll kind of try to sneak out and sneak around and kind of duck behind the carriage. Sure. And try to fire from some cover. I'll just... You can use the carriage off. for cover, for sure. I'll start off with just a basic um, a crossbow attack. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, not great. 13 to hit. 13 is not going to do it. Um, okay. Can I... You Can I, as a free action, uh, try to do some sort of medicine check on uh, the gnome, on Gideon? Uh, sure, like just from where you are. Like you're not going up to him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just trying to like size it up. Sure, sure. Give me I'm a medicine guessing check. I'm some sort of trance, but I'm going to see if I can. Uh, uh, just 14. 14? Yeah, I would say based on this, um, the look you see in his eyes uh, looks uh, like it looks like he's connected somehow to her. But it's not sure in which way, shape, right. or form. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like he's not himself. Like it doesn't look like he's responding to me or us or anything. He's yeah, like, like he looks like he's he's like um like it it looks like he is some sort of like he's been infected by some sort of vampiric curse as well. But like Ugh. when he's operating right now, he is not he's not the same bubbly kid that you saw before. Like he's under some sort of um, possession or something like that. If yeah, we kill his mom. Uh, it'll save the boy, maybe. <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs> Anus, you're up next. Yeah. So how far am I from the uh, the lady vampire? Um, uh, she would be probably about uh, within within ten feet at least. Um, just because the the road's not massive, massive. You guys are in the wagon. Uh, she's jumped off to the side of the road near the horse person. So yeah, ten to fifteen feet away tops. So yeah, yeah. Anus is going to say. Um, Something like, uh, I will vanquish you, foul fiend, and go towards her and swing his sting blade. And his first attack gets a 12. That's not going to hit. Oof. Second attack gets a 25. That is going to hit. Okay, and he is definitely going to use a third level divine smite. Um,. So this does uh, plus 1d8 if she's undead, which she is. Um, so that is going to be quite a few d8s. Um, let me calculate this one second. Um, so I'm rolling nice. my base damage, which is, that's going to be 6. And then I add 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 more d8s. Nice. So and this is radiant damage, yeah, right? Yeah, radiant damage. Um, so in addition to the six slashing damage, I do twenty-seven radiant damage. Six slashing damage, twenty-seven radiant damage. Anus, is your weapon a magical weapon? Uh, it is. It's the sting blade. Oh yes, that's right. Okay, so we said sorry. Um, how much slashing damage? 
six slashing and 27 radiant. You, you, you run forward and stab her and it just goes right into, uh, like right into her abdomen as you slash her. And she looks at you and lets out a huge wail. You see this like long black, um, like uh, wavy hair sort of like cascades out behind her. Her teeth are very clearly pointed. Um, uh, and uh, she sh- like sort of shrieks at you uh, in pain. Um, uh, you see specifically that radiant damage is like, um, seems to have like really kind of uh, um, stung quite badly. Like she's have her, her skin is having a hard time like, um, like kind of dealing, f- pushing back against the damage that you're dealing um, with that. Um, Great. That is, and that's your turn, right? It is just to check after my Mm -hmm. turn. Is that when my reaction resets? I believe you use a reaction once per round, right? I think, yeah, but it resets on on your turn. turn. Yes, yeah. Once per turn. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So you have your reaction again now. Um, Rael, you're up. All right. Uh, She starts running towards this vampire, yelling, How dare you attack! Hot people unprovoked! <laughs> <laughs> and attacks uh, said beast. Sure. Um, so the first one is 21. Oh, that's going to hit. Yeah. You're attacking with your blade? Yes. Okay. So I got four attacks. So the next one is 18. That's going to hit. Okay. Uh, it's another 21. That's going to hit. Last one. Uh, 16. Uh, that one's also going to hit. Yes! <laughs> Unreal. Uh, okay, so all four of your attacks hit. <laughs> My god. Three, this is the cat's grace blade. Four. It adds uh, plus two to my dexterity. Is it a magic weapon? It's magical, right? It is a magical yeah. weapon. Nice. Um, Good. And then on my Unreal. last attack, I'm allowed to add a, a d8 of damage. So. Right, right. You guys are gonna kill this thing so fast. Oops. Level nine, man. Yeah, you guys are buff. Oh, okay. So that's twenty-five damage. Twenty-five damage. Boom. Yes. Okie dokie, and uh, yeah, you just slash in, um, like yeah, you you like uh, sp- like kind of just leap over the the wagon uh, infrastructure, and like uh, like kind of. As a noose kind of pulls his sword back, you're just right in there with your blade, uh, cutting her up. She's shrieking at you. You guys are both in nice and close. Um, yeah, uh, and then on my last yeah. slash, and she's like, I'm coming for your teeth. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, oh. yeah. Um, and Frank, you're up. It's, it's, it over here. I really wish this wish this creature <laughs> was about to go. That'd be awesome <laughs> if the creature had a turn. Uh, but it might not. Well, it uh, did, and it chose to attack a horse, man. It did. So. It did attack a horse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, uh, you, you there, vampire girl? Uh, are you a, <laughs> are you a spice ranger as well, by chance? <laughs> uh, uh, you see that that the the regular sort of question doesn't seem to quite resonate with her. Roll me a uh, an insight check, Frank. Frankie, insight is you got low uh, battery. By the way, uh, sorry. Uh, thirteen. 13 uh, is not going to clear clear much. Um, so she, yeah, you 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 ask her that. Uh, it seems like she understood you, but she doesn't seem to respond to you um, uh, and and continues to be uh, aggressive looking. Look, uh, you're not in a state for this. I want to have a conversation, but you got to calm down. 
And uh, in response to that, Frank is going to cast uh, Black Tentacles, Ooh. which is what it sounds like. 20 foot square, <laughs> just black tentacles shoot out from the ground. Um, sure. Specifically to uh, encapsulate uh, her and avoid my, my buddies. Right. Some of Anusa's sure, sure. childhood secret mangas are are <laughs> coming back <laughs> to his mind. Anusa remembers the eye contact he made with the octopus underwater. Ab- yeah. Absolute octopus. Can't yeah. help but feel a tingle. <laughs> oh, my God. oh boy. Uh, okay. Uh, deck save from this person. Ooh, the save is higher now because of proficiency. 14 for the deck save. 14, okay. Uh, she got a 11, so yeah. it does not work. Then the black tentacle's gonna start wrapping themselves around her the way that a noose, I'm sure, is uh, Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anus, in front of you, you watch this this uh, this vampiric woman who's snarling at you and and Rael. Suddenly, black tentacles start wrapping around her legs and her arms and her waist and uh, and her neck and her face uh, as she's screaming at you. <laughs> Just saying. So, uh, <laughs> that was a fine description. Despite the fact that this is the most erotic thing Anus has ever seen. He is going to shield his eyes. He's looking away. Um, yeah, you feel yeah. mother's judgmental presence um, yeah. he feels humming shame, in your bones. And he remembers what happened last time we fought a vampire. It was very traumatic, so he doesn't really want to yes. see her die. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. To, yeah. to finish off this tentacle of nonsense, uh, they'll take eight points of bludgeoning damage, and now they are restrained. So okay. on their turn, yeah. uh, if they want to make a check to get out, it takes their action to do a strength or dex check. Awesome. Sounds good. Okay, it is her turn now, um, and so she has to make a what check? You say, she's Frank? Like if uh, she's restrained, so if she wants out, she has to use her action to do a strength or dex. It's 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 uh, your right. choice, which one? But that takes up the action for the turn, which is uh, awesome. Right. But she could do something sure, sure. if she doesn't move, right? Right, she can still attack and stuff. Yeah. Right, you can also cast oh, spells attacks, while restrained, too, Their attacks right? have disadvantage. But you can cast spells while restrained, I think right? So, I think so, yeah. Think, yeah. Oh, also, the the gravity comes rough, ter- difficult terrain, that the 20, yeah. 20 feet. Oh, okay, yeah, sure thing. Sure thing. Just to add more stuff to your already extensive list of info. Yeah, yeah. I was really proud of that uh, Marlene fleet joke. I hope it stays. It was good. I was my brain was kicking around at Marley and me, but I did, I I couldn't come up with it. Yeah. After every episode, Kevin has a little like index of who made which joke, just so that all the viewers know. <laughs> I guess you hear it. Never mind. That's a dumb thing. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> And just so you know, uh, that smartly Flea was Luke Cecilon. I do. I say like, that. Joke. I do. I do run all your voices through vocoders and so like. The same. Any, well, anytime a really good joke comes out, I definitely try to like cut it up so that it sounds like I said yeah, it. Of so, yeah. <laughs> Evan filter interrupting yeah. yourself. I sort of modify jokes? your voices to sound like mine. Sometimes I'll even come back into the studio and re-record your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. why none of us are funny. <laughs> yeah, people keep telling me I'm weighed down by it's you like guys. But when, yeah. we're, when we're riffing with each other, it's just you talking to yourself. It makes no sense. I love ramblings of a madman <laughs> in a room. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so, um, I think, uh, I think she's gonna try and wriggle free. Um, and so I'm gonna, she's gonna make a strength check. Um, what's the DC, Frank? 14. 14? Okay, so she gets a plus three, so that means she has to roll a, uh, 11, 11, 11 or, or higher. So we'll see here. I could, well, I'll just do it right here. Yeah. Okay, didn't fell off the table. There we go. And she rolled a 16, so she ah, breaks free. Um, and she's just gonna move uh, away from you. So she does that. Uh, she she wriggles free and um, uh, uh, of these tentacles, um, and uh, you see she like um, floats backwards uh, uh, about uh, yeah thirty feet away from you, um, and just sort of screams at you, hovering slightly above the ground, um, uh, and uh, coiling her whip back. Make your opportunity attacks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Not I. Not I. <laughs> you said 24 rail, that's gonna hit. 23 for a noose. Okay, those will both hit. Roll your damage, please. Uh, eight damage. Eight damage. Um, and that's slashing with your magical weapon. Magic! <laughs> Rahel says as she attacks. <laughs> Very magic. Or, no, actually. Oh, no, you don't. That's what I said. <laughs> Do you believe in Anus, magic? Anus did 11 slashing damage uh, with a magical weapon. Beautiful. Okie dokie. So you guys do that. You see she's brutally hurt. She's like, um, uh, <laughs> she's like wheezing. Um, still freaking standing. Uh, yes, she is still standing uh, and hisses at you both. Um, and, um, oh yeah. Okie dokie. Don't forget about little Dinkus or whatever his name is. <laughs> what's, what's old Dinkus up to? Yeah. Idiot. What's little Dinkus up to? <laughs> old Dinkus. Uh, <laughs> More like Dinky McDinky, am I right? Nice. <laughs> cut that, no one will get it. You gotta cut that, no one will get it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and yeah, you see, I guess uh, this, McGinty, this boy, this this young boy runs at you and he's got a, he's got a long sword in his hands and he's coming at you with it, um, uh, swinging blindly. Uh, I mean, you guys can understand why I don't like this guy, <laughs> right? I still have a certain fondness for him. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Gideon takes a swing at you. Um, uh, an evil boy is just an evil baby grown up. <laughs> so an eight's not gonna hit, um, and uh, but I think a nineteen is. Sure is. Um, Bring it on, kid. Um, that is going to be five slashing damage. He just slashes right into the same leg that he hugged before he left you all. Um, he was drives looking, his sword. He was looking for a weakness for earlier. Hamstring. That's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He felt my muscles were a little weaker. He, he knew way. which yeah, which tendon would be the I'm right one to go, go for. Um, I don't like to be slashed without my consent. And I'm going to point a finger at him and I'm going to do a hellish rebuke reaction. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the creature that damaged me is surrounded by hellish flames. He must make a deck save or take 2d10 <laughs> fire damage. Uh, yeah, boy. so his deck save uh, is a 13. Ah, 14 was the spell save, oh, DC. Sure. He's going to take 2d10. He almost damage. leaps free of these flames, but a huge burst of yes. it licks him across the face. 
stay away. And I don't how, care. How much how damage many? are you giving him? I'm going to give him 2d10 here. A 5 and a 6. 11 points of fire damage. 11 points of fire damage. Brush across this little boy's face. I don't like kids, and I don't like to be hugged. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he screams and falls back. Ah! Um, <laughs> don't be cute about it. <laughs> oh, no! Stop it! <laughs> Mr. Please! Oh. It's not gonna work! <laughs> help me, Father, he's sick! <laughs> I need your help for a side quest! No! <laughs> you got to be kidding me! Yeah. <laughs> um, side quests are just part time jobs that don't pay! <laughs> McGinty, uh, it's your turn. Oh man, I don't want to hit this kid. So don't hit the kid. <laughs> Is he still using melee range with me? Yeah. I'll, I'll bonus action disengage. I'm going to run up. Can I get within melee of the vampire without going in the tentacles? Um, she moved. What's your movement? Uh, okay. So I have, I have thirty movement. Yeah. Um. I would say because she moved thirty back from Anus and, and and if I if I bonus action sorry, dash instead it, of disengaging, can I get with uh, Yeah, if you bonus action dash, so I'll take an attack of opportunity from, from this little from dang Gideon. Yeah, okay, he's gonna child. <laughs> he's gonna swing at you with his long sword. Um, and uh, does a thirteen hit? Uh, no, misses. No. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, ah! <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and uh, you go ahead. I will run up to her using my dash as a bonus yeah. action. I'm going to whip out my. Uh, so can I do? Can I attack her without getting in the? Did she move out of the tentacles? Yes, she would have moved okay. back. I'll say that so you could go around, I'll circle around and make it work. Because Frank, um, how, wait, well, hold on, wait, Frank, what was the radius? It's uh, it's a twenty by twenty feet. So twenty foot square. Yeah, that's yeah. That's... Uh, roll me a um, Frank. Roll me an Arcana check, and we'll decide how easy this is. How much of the battlefield it's going to take up? The Arcana is a four. A four. Uh, McGinty, roll me a dexterity. Okay, so I have to run through it in order to get to her. Uh, I'm going to get you like? to roll me a dexterity check, and based right. on how that is now, we're going to see. Okay. Um, is this a safe or Or you can, or make, it, or you can make it a perception check or insight check if you want to see if you this can see terrible a path. So, yeah. Can I roll an acrobatics? Sure. To try to... Yep, yep, that's fine. Uh, 14. 14? Yeah, right. okay. I'm going to say that you uh, are going to end up in it a little bit. You're going to have to clear through just five feet. I thought these feet. were reeds. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah. God. I the, run through The same it. sweet, sweet reeds from before. Do I get restrained? Uh, we'll find out I right don't, away. I don't think you would willingly run into it to get restrained. I think this is just like, does it get in your way a oh, bit? So I can't make it to her then, essentially? Um, uh... Like it stops, the, it's difficult terrain, so what, it stops my movement. Yeah, it slows down your movement. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm in it now, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I will, I'll do, a, I'll do a crossbow attack Kay. since I can't get in melee. Ah, I'm going to. Uh, she's looking rough, right? I'll just do attack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a 22 to hit. 22 is gonna do. I don't have advantage, so it's just no sneaks. Then your crossbow's not magical, right? Nope. Nope. Sorry, quickly uh, off pod. If you're in a Jesse, then you're gonna potentially get restrained. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I should roll that now to see if I get disadvantage on my attack roll. So I make uh, I make a dexterity Dexterity save against your fourteen. Yep. 
Uh, that is an at one. Oh, so McGinty fully, <laughs> I could probably make it through this. Yeah. What the hell? And just runs right into me. Restrained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, God! I rolled very low damage. There's only four bludgeoning. Oh, I forgot I take damage, Oh, too. my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the I, tables are turning, baby! I took five from the boy, and then another four, right? Yeah. From Frank. Jeez Louise. I think so it's stupid. Frank's, Frank's tentacles are helping me. I've been hit by a child and a bunch of weeds. <laughs> and I'll roll with disadvantage on my attack. Yeah, that's a three. I miss. That's a ten. I miss. Wikiti uh, has one of his... This is I like always have back. a bad turn this in is, combat. Yeah, this is harkening back to like early episodes where McGinty would go and try this like spy thing yep. and it would all yep. go wrong. Yeah. Horrible day! Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So McGinty makes this sort of failed attempt at taking her down. Um, uh, Anus, what do you do? Um, yeah, so she's disengaged. Um, I have the same problem as, as McGinty would, probably. It just seems that in order to get to her, you're going to have to pass through these tentacles now because she's floated back um, behind it. This is a concentration that I assume I can only cancel on my turn. So, hmm. if question. Dropping concentration, that's a good yeah, question. Yeah. A good question. I'll look it up. yeah, look it up. I thought it was like an active choice. Like, it's not a, it doesn't take an action, but you have to do it like, on your right. turn. Right. Kind of I just wonder if you could do it as a free action in the you same way that you'd be able to, to like, talk as a free action, you know? Amazing. You do it after McGinty gets caught, but before <laughs> gets caught. Oh, yeah, I should probably turn that off. <laughs> oh, it's really hurting him. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think the intent is it has to be on your turn so you couldn't cast it benefit from the enemies and then get rid of it immediately so your allies don't mm, get hurt. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Wait, right. Did right. you, did you have to do a saving sense. throw, McGinty? I failed it, yeah. Yeah, but how much did you fail by? It was a... What's uh, the DC? I got a nat one. DC oh, was 14. So it was bad. Right. Yeah, I yeah, think don't save your stuff. Save your no, stuff. I just everyone gets plus two on saving throws in my aura. Oh, I don't think it would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> you can end concentration anytime. Oh. Can oh. you drop concentration during someone else's turn? Yes, you can choose oh. to stop concentrating at any time, so including you... other people's turns. Okay. <laughs> but let's play this out. Like, I, like yeah, what happened. So, so McGinty got stuck. Frank, you see this. You can choose to drop your concentration if you don't want to, but or if you want to. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, right okay. now this. Oh, shit, McGinty. Uh, and he just drops it down. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't see you there. You, uh, you, were, you were hiding. You could have ended it the whole time. <laughs> I thought they maybe would have gone back into the, 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 the tentacle bush. So, Anus is gonna, I think, how far away is she? Um, She's uh, 30 feet away from you. Great, so he will uh, just move up. Well, no, he's, he's gonna do a little, little dash attack, I think, and... Uh, uh, go scorpion mode, um, but in doing so, as he's scuttling, he's gonna kind of shield his eyes, Medusa style. So he can approach her and attack her without uh, taking in too much of the visual detail of the situation um, for his own emotional well-being. Um, sure. And then when he reaches her, he will swing his sting blade. He got a 21. Oof, that's gonna hit. Okay. Um... So he gets plus five to the damage roll from dashing. Um, so I will get in total, uh, that is 15 slashing damage. Okie dokie. 
Ooh. You go right for the abdomen again, and you cut off a huge chunk of flesh. You see, her, like, uh, like this pale sort of uh, black blood, uh, uh, like, is pouring down her side, and this pale flesh just like fla- falls out of her abdomen as you cut her open. Yeah, it's really cool. gross. Um, yeah. Cool. That uh. rocks. <laughs> tries nice, so I get that. nice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Makes us yeah. feel really guilty. Um, I, uh, Every time we she screams, sky. looking at the part of her abdomen that used to be part of her. Um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> I talked you down, Just did I? I don't think I can attack again because I used my like dash action, so I think that takes my extra attack. And I could I compel her to duel me, but that feels a little. Like a waste of a spell, maybe. So I'm just gonna mm. sit here. She looks pretty hurt, so yeah. Yeah. Um uh, Rael, you're up. Without uh, missing a beat, she's sprinting right towards her yeah. and with both swords just out. She's like, <laughs> I'm coming for those teeth. Um, <laughs> no. uh, but it bonus action casts Hunter's Mark as nice. she's running down there. Nice. And still gets two attacks though, so First one is 21. Oh, and huh, 13? Uh, the 21's gonna hit, not the 13. Dang, all right, well, we'll still take a shot. Okay, one second. Um. Do we wanna try to keep her alive or just kill her? Uh, Frank is probably gonna try to keep her alive. So it's non-lethal. That's Frank's goal. I, I feel the team has different goals. Nine damage. Nine damage. Boom. You you stab into her with your cat's blade. You uh, you go in for her her teeth. You just like take a huge chunk out of her cheek as you go oh. in, um, uh, and she screams at you. And as she screams, it opens up more of her cheek. Um, really <laughs> awful to see. Uh, <laughs> just throw this out so casually. Yeah, uh, the gore and eye core dripping. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, that is is that that's your turn, Rail? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. Yeah. She screams at you. Frankie boy. I scream back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you both scream at each other. <laughs> Look, I, I think we got you beat. Can you give up so we could just talk about stuff? Frank says that. Obviously. That ought to work. Yeah. <laughs> you see that she does not look like she wants to talk. I mean, she's incredibly hurt and she's mad and there's people stabbing her right now. You can't you can't just like keep stabbing somebody and say, Do you want to talk? So I don't think she's like interested in talking uh, if you guys are I, still fighting. I imagine you're, two you're vampires not. are pretty like far gone away from like being yeah, something. I, I mean she doesn't look like she's down to diplomat. We're like gonna that. we're gonna take out your son if you don't cool it. Uh Frank will begrudge Any reaction. <laughs> nothing, nothing. She doesn't rest. Doesn't doesn't read with her. She doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, Frank's just gonna go up. Frank's feeling confident. He just saw two people dash uh, her with gusto. So Frank's gonna yeah. waddle up uh, beside them. <laughs> we'll say that one of the tentacles like floats you over. It's still it's around. Eighteen yeah. dexterity, but he, he waddles, waddles over. over. Waddles. Yeah. yeah. He has, to, he has to pick and choose when his dex gets implemented, all right? He's, uh, in, in, in his <laughs> old no age, you have, to, you have to conserve your your, your modifiers. <laughs> God damn it. 
Uh, he's gonna inca cast uh, inflict wounds. Go for a nice little little shoulder grab and better blow her arm off. I guess. Sure. Oh, man, it's been so long since I've done that. Yeah, it, it's an attack roll. I assume it's a spell attack. Yeah. It is, and it ain't great, man. Shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> eleven. <laughs> not gonna do it. Luke, no. is that necrotic damage? It will be, yes. So that, maybe it's good that you miss, because oh, I don't know it, if that it, would, like, heal her or something. I don't know if it heals up. Maybe. Either way, Frank will be like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's done, and he's up there. Okay, we're, you're right up there. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. We all have... We're all discouraged we'll for some reason, turns, even Frank. though it's going super well. <laughs> you're all standing in front of her, you've kicked the shit out of her, and you're all discouraged. I mean, I just want to feel involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and, oh yeah, I guess McGinty's I'm, not I'm in front of her. I'm fighting a child! He's a little, he's a little, yeah, McGinty's a little ways back, he tried to shoot at her and it's like kind of slipped and fell in the mud. busy work so you'd feel important, too. <laughs> um... You'll get her next time. I'm leaving you. Thanks, McGinty. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's real? What's what's not real? Um, <laughs> fully losing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's been a long this, time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. This spice vampire. Um, uh, Frank, you just tried to uh, cast inflict wounds on it. You know, your hand is sort of feeling for like, feeling for like the skin to make contact, and you can't quite get it. And um, she grabs your wrist, uh -oh. and uh, and what's your AC, Frank? A healthy fourteen. And uh, she is going to. Uh, how does this work here? Uh, Oh, um... It's bad that you have to reach um, me. That means you're, you're doing bad stuff to Frank. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing bad stuff to Um, yeah. She is going to grab your wrist and cast Contagion on you. Oh, um, no. uh, and so she hits you. Um, with it, you are poisoned. Um, uh, at the end of each of the poison target's turns, it must make a constitution saving throw. If the target succeeds on three of these saves, it is no longer poisoned and the spell ends. If the target fails three of these saves, you're no longer poisoned, but you choose one of the three... Uh, I choose one of the three diseases uh, oh. below. Um, and oh. you're subjected to it for the spell's duration. So she casts this on you, and... Um, uh, and then she, um, that's going to be her action. Um, so, oh, you have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh no, only, only on your, on your turn. I see. At the end of each of your turns. Um, and, uh, and then she, she, um, I guess she's not going to even disengage. Oh, and Anus, when you launched your attack on her, not your opportunity attack, but your actual attack, you didn't you didn't use a smite, did you? Uh, not this most recent one, no. 
No, you didn't. So yeah, you see that the um, uh, the cheek where you cut her rail uh, heals back up, oh. and she seems to regain some health. Regenerating, yeah. um, uh, <clears throat> and uh, and um, she seems to feel a lot better. Um, that is going to be Gideon's turn. Uh, okay, Gideon. Oh, no. Gideon, don't don't do it. Quickly waddles up towards um, <laughs> McGinty. No, uh, I did Frank. dash. So can he oh, move sixty oh, feet? Oh uh, no, he can't. Then he's okay. he's just gonna he spend... get closer to me. Yeah, I just see this kid waddling towards with a sword. Yeah, oh, he doesn't. No. He doesn't quite get in attack range, but he's getting close. He's like ten feet from you. So ominous. Yeah. <laughs> He just walks. It's like one of those uh, puppets that you keep turning, and just it's a bit closer to you. If it's yeah, uh, not quite threatening, but just how I blink. He's yeah. like warping closer. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, and then it is up to McGint. This creepy uh, child approaches you. <laughs> Frank has just been, you just see like this green energy flow out of this beast's fingers into into like Frank's body. And uh, he like begins to look like he's like gonna be sick. Um, but it's tough to make out what's, what's happening yeah. during all the all the ruckus in front of you. Uh, can I now get within melee? Uh, you could, yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll run up behind her. We're all surrounding her now, right? Yes, pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just make a... I don't often do this, so I'll make an attack with my uh, Whisper Sheath Dagger. Plus sure. One. Plus one. And I'm going to flip my lucky coin, give myself advantage. Sure. Uh, 21. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, 21, you, um, you, you'd hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Give Rael your teeth! <laughs> <laughs> Where are you stabbing her with the whisper sheath? I'm gonna go right in the back of her neck. Okay. Twenty-seven damage. Magical. Wow. We yeah. You plunge into her neck. Uh, Tell your kid to leave me alone. (laughs) 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 Yeah. You see, she like for a moment drops to one knee and like seems very hurt, um, uh, and, and like screams out in agony as you plunge this dagger into her neck. Uh, Anus, it's your turn. All right, Anus sees how this is gonna have to go down, so he yeah, uh, she like she's like down with her head pretty much like ready to be chopped off, almost <laughs> like like she's yeah, presenting she's, it. Well, she's just in so much pain that she like is like hunched over on one knee. That's how she looks yeah. in front of you right now. Last claw. I have to protect my friends. And Anu swings his sting blade. He gets a 27. Uh, 27's going to hit for sure, yeah. he will use just a level 1 Divine Smite, um, which is not as much, but still a fair bit of extra radiant damage. Um, Sure. So base damage is going to be 6 slashing, but he will add... Uh, one, seven, 18 radiant damage. Uh, 18 radiant damage, sure. You do this, you, you, you descend your blade upon her neck and it goes right through and she immediately bursts into a ball of flame and then smoke as like this scream echoes out 
and then you see the smoke kind of rising up into the air and then wisped away immediately. Yeah, and she's she's gone. Um, Frank, I guess you're going to have to roll me. You guys are out of uh, initiative. Um, uh, McGinty, roll me a perception check to see if you can see what happened to um, Gideon. Gideon. <sighs> okay. Three. Three? Sure. And Rail, roll, me, roll me an animal handling check. Oh, wow. I haven't kid. done one of those in so long. I, I assume <laughs> that if we're out of combat, that means uh, little boy Gideon is uh, not being aggressive anymore. I don't know. Well, you don't know yet. Uh, uh, you, 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 you weren't looking at him. You were looking at the person you attacked. McGinty uh, was looking at the person. So this is, we're, we're figuring it out. It's only a 10. Only a 10. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you see uh, Flappy seems uh, frustrated, but can't. Uh, like, is trying to point something out to you, but can't quite get uh, make it clear as to, like, what happened. But get to you can't find Gideon. He's gone. Um, oh, good. Good. Uh, I don't care for that boy. So, yeah. And Anus could tell that Frank was diseased, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, actually, let's let's keep rolling the initiative order here. Just Well, just because, like, just because if you're going to do stuff, we want to yeah, right. make sure it runs. Right. So, um, we'll do, uh, Frank, you'd be up. Who who Anus um, you just went yes. I guess so right me, then it'd be Rael, yeah. um, which I'm assuming you're not taking any specific actions but maybe you are well I I, I will do the only thing that I can I will conjure up a healing spirit in the shape of a scorpion with a human face and I'll get. Uh, <laughs> Frank to kiss it. I, I sure, can see why sure. you like. I see why you like those human bodies with horse faces. <laughs> <laughs> the, the healing spirit catches Frank's disease and looks like way worse. <laughs> Hard to uh, tell, honestly. Sure, sure, you do that. Um, okay, Frank. Uh, uh, how mu- you you go ahead and how much is the heal again? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you get one d six hit points. What, which, when when, when you kiss it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not worth it. Yeah. Frank is grossly tongue-kissing this uh, astral scorpion. For no benefit. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, actually, here. So I'll cast it at a third level. Oh, nice. I'll cast effect. it at a third level, and then you get two d6 then. Ooh. Two more, two d6 total or two more d6? Two in total. I didn't even guess. Who got hurt? Two in Frank total. got hurt? Uh, Frank, Frank just got poisoned. Disease. Disease. Oh, right. But he hadn't. He hasn't been hurt yet, right? I was hurt. Yeah. I was hurt before. Oh yeah. Oh, but we healed during the long rest. I well, see. you guys all leveled up and, and long rested, mm-hmm. so oh, I, I assumed. Cool. Frank didn't sleep a wink. <laughs> Frank was. So I, was I just. Conspiracy I, board I don't want night. you guys to burn a ton of spells yeah, yeah. trying to get nope, up. That's something you don't need. That's, that's all. I can. Yeah, I can um, help him. I mean, just so everyone knows. So just. Yeah, I mean, we also don't. He's not. He he might know. He, yeah. We should roll these checks to see if you even need to do anything yet. Right. We don't. Um, know I would. I would hold all this stuff. I mean, I'll let. If you want to burn the spells, I'll let him roll his checks with but advantage. But it's looking like he hasn't taken damage, right? Not yet. No. Okay. Yeah. So, a noose yeah, can on. relatively oh, okay. cheaply help him, bring so I, I just will if I yeah. allow. Yeah. So bring it back, and I'll just kneel beside Frank and be like, "Let it all out." Let. <laughs> yeah, you're holding his hair back. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah. You're holding all his hair back and making sure it doesn't get in his beard. Oh. Um, and uh, and Frank, um, it's now your turn. Yeah. Roll me a Constitution saving throw, please. Oh baby. Oh yeah. Uh, Frank has a critical Constitution. 
Uh, a good oh, one. Oh, nice. The good one, not the bad one. Yeah. Okay. With with all of these, uh, with with these, um, can you just with, you know with what? Can you just like puke out everything? Like he just pukes out all all the bad. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Azrael's holding your hair back. It's actually the you see, movie. yeah, yeah. She doesn't cast a spell, but an astral scorpion's yeah. also helping hold your hair back. <laughs> That's what made him vomit. Yeah. He saw the, the <laughs> astral scorpion. Yeah. yeah. It's no face uh, and spirited away, just. Vomiting out all the frog people and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 feel uh, a bit better uh, as and the and the impact of the spell hasn't uh, seems to be uh, vacated from your from your body as you sort of heave out um, uh, the last of the uh, the last of it. And so it's a good thing she did that really effectual thing. Um, and uh, and yeah. So you're sitting. You guys are sitting. It's the middle of the night. You're sitting on the side of the road. Frank is heaving out. Uh, the remaining, uh, remaining like bad energy and sickness that he was cast, uh, cast cursed with, um, one of you know, uh, you you none of your horse people seem around anymore. The the, the wagon is there, um, uh, undrawn, and you're standing uh, in the middle of the night. Can I do a perception check to see if I can see which direction the smoke went? Uh, yeah, sure. Roll me a perception check. Ooh, you gotta have some good strong eyes. Five. Five. Um, five. I was looking for Gideon. I didn't see him. Yeah, no, you couldn't tell. Yeah. yeah. I tried to perceive uh, where the horse people went. Yeah. Uh, roll me a. Uh, you can either roll me an investigation check if you want to like take a look at the the ground and stuff like that, or if you're mm-hmm. or or uh, perception or insight. It's up to you. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you saw them like run. Uh, if you guys are looking straight forward down the road, you saw them run off to the right. Uh, like the first, like that was where um, Anthony ran off to, uh, or Marley, I think. And then Anthony got attacked mm-hmm. and whimpered off into the same direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so they both ran off, kind of uh, into the right, into the woods in the right. But you don't know where they went. Mm. We kind of need them to pull the carriage, right? I think so. <sighs> Looks like we're going to have to wrangle some horses. Well, if only we had some sort of a sea cowboy with us. (laughs) And Frank looks down at his uh, Hawaiian shirt. That's that's not who I am anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And you folks... Frank Frank wipes his mouth first, looks down at his Hawaiian shirt, says that's not who I am anymore. Uh, and you folks, I guess, begin walking. I think uh, we got to look for them. Oh, you want to look for the horse people? Yeah, I think okay. we need them, right? We're not. We don't feel like we're close to wet rock. They told right? you it was around an hour or so away by by, by carriage wagon. by wagon. Yeah, yeah. And we're still going we uphill, right? People. Yeah, they're probably it's not. Yeah, they're probably findable. Let's let's follow the tracks. Somewhere out sure. there. Somewhere sure. Somewhere out there, something really bad could be happening to two really hot people. <laughs> that doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> <laughs> you Bugitti says this, and you all, stalwart in your quest, wander off uh, into the woods uh, in search of the hot horse people. <laughs> I and that's we where all... we're going to end our session. <laughs> As every story goes. <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just get started. we got to do a segment. Now. Yeah, now we have to do Oops All segments. The soundboard yeah. never uh, yeah. fails.
Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of What We Do in the Basement, uh, you can follow us on social media pages at WWDITB. You can chat about a show using the hashtag WWDITB. If you want to get some of our merch, head over to Big Cartel. It's WWDITB. No, it's not. God damn it. It's WWDITB.BigCartel.com. Um, check out Thomas and I's other show Oops All Segments which you may have heard the theme song for if I leave that in by accident um, uh, yeah yeah I think I should and um, once again because uh, I, I assume by the time this comes out we'll be done performing right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, only forever, only, forever only for bed <laughs> wait a minute hold on it might actually still be going hold on one second I gotta do some math uh, this comes out on the 12th next one comes out on the 19th next one comes out on the 26th yeah if you're listening to this uh, and you want to I'm gonna keep all that in uh, and you want to catch you want, you're like I'm in Winnipeg I want to see these guys do something in real life I I, I don't want to see Tash even though I think she's great but I want to see I want to see Jesse no, I and I want to see Luke me. and I want to see Thomas and I want to see Kevin and I want to see some other funny people then you should come check us out I would have to want to pay French Festival. Yes. Club Soda Improv presents the Ultimate Actor's Nightmare. Um, you can see me in the beer tent. There. Yeah, Tash will be yeah. there. She's Tash doing a one-woman show. Tash will be tent. doing what, what we do in the basement signings in the audience <laughs> of all of the Club Soda Incredible. shows. Um, folks, I've been Kevin Rambrand, your DM here with Natasha Duran. Real Nilo. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Bergen. Okay, so if you cut Luke's earlier joke, pretend I made this up. More like Marley and Flea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do it where it's only my voice. As I said, I'm going to automate it so it's my voice. Um, Luke Cecil. Frank, both dressed and behaving as if he just left the Tijuana Yacht Club. (laughs) Such a Winnipeg-specific reference, right? Yeah, a bar from when we were 18 years old. That's what you're going to reference. And Thomas Tolls. Thomas, do you have a quote for us? Yes, this is a part of a quote from Noam Chomsky. (laughs) (laughs) Death and genitals are things that frighten people. There's more, but I figured I'd stop there. (laughs) Well, folks, uh, I guess... uh, You'll see us next time in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> next time.